your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Avalanche fans? It's the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And on today's show, the, I don't know, the carousel of craziness continues as players are coming back and then another one might be out. We don't know that for sure about the player, which is Nathan McKinnon being out, but we went from good news to bad news in the same hour. Thus is the life of an avalanche fan right now. Uh, So we'll talk about that. We will talk about one of those players that is supposed to be coming back. Val Nachuskin might have some other problems that he has to face. Not so much in the NHL, uh, but with Russia. So we'll discuss that. And then on top of players getting healthy, more moves have been made by the Avs. Uh, Players going down and then another highly touted prospect coming back up for another shot. So we'll get to all of that and wherever else it takes us. But first things first, obviously, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. It is always appreciated. You can follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, go to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com and follow the show's channel on YouTube. Just search for Locked On Avalanche. All right, and before we get into anything else, uh, I do want to announce that there likely will not be shows Friday and Monday. There's a possibility that there might be another missed show in there uh, on Thursday. I don't know yet. The reason for it is uh, my wife and I will be celebrating 10 years together this week And for those that don't know, I now reside in New York State. Uh, But to celebrate, we are going to travel back across the country and celebrate in Colorado. So we are leaving Thursday morning. There's a layover somewhere, but we will be making our way to Colorado for the extended weekend. And I will be going to Ball Arena on Saturday for the Avalanche Sharks game. So uh, super excited about going there. And um, yeah, because of it, um, you know, I don't want to bring all my recording equipment because it's, you know, going with my my wife for our anniversary. I don't want to be recording shows that entire time. Um, so because of that, there likely won't be shows Friday and Monday. Possibility there might not be one on Thursday. I can't say for sure. But very much looking forward to uh, heading out there and definitely seeing the Avs in action in Denver. So that's uh, what's coming up for the rest of the week for me. Um, When I am there, I don't know who's going to be on the roster because it just there's it's just a revolving door of injured players leaving and then healthy players coming back. And we started the day off yesterday feeling good because Jared Bednar went on his weekly radio show 
on altitude and announced that he fully expects Kale McCarr and Val Nachuskin to be back in action for Thursday against uh, Vancouver. And then within the hour, um, it was it was also stated that Nathan McKinnon left. I don't know if he left practice or after practice. Something happened to him in the morning. Uh, I think they uh, – I don't remember if it was the lower body or upper body. Does it really matter? Just the fact that we went from – Makar and Nachuskin. And then after that, who are we waiting for? I think we're we're on we're on pretty good level here with those two guys coming back. And now we got everyone. And then it's followed up. And and this is nothing Bednar said. Bednar didn't say that on the radio show. It came out after the fact that McKinnon tweaked something. Don't know the severity of it. He's getting checked out. And I, we didn't hear anything else the rest of the day. Now with Wednesday, they don't play Wednesday. Obviously, I don't. You weren't really expecting them to to say anything else, unless it was like dire. So we'll see if he's at practice on Wednesday, and then we'll we'll you know take our chances on Thursday. But I mean, it, being an Avalanche fan, you just have to throw your hands. Up. I mean, aren't you used to this by now? Does it not surprise you that we were that close for for maybe 45 minutes? We were 100% healthy. That was a good 45 minutes. And then we get another player is injured. Not, you know, and I don't want to go to he's going to be out or he's going to be on the IR. But being an ass fan, like this is the the crap that we're used to. And you can say he might have just tweaked something in practice. But an Avalanche fan just fears the worst and just says, okay, he's going to be out for a little while now. Because when does it ever work out where uh, he just had to leave practice early because he was a little, you know, had a tightness in his hamstring or something like that and he'll be okay. Nope. It's always going to miss a game or two or he's day to day or he's week to week. I don't want to go there right now with McCarr or excuse me, with McKinnon. But and it's got to be him, right? It's got to be him. I don't want anybody on the team to get injured, but you know, you're not hearing you know one of the the middle six or lower six guys getting injured. It's got to be Nathan McKinnon. And this is where you know against Vancouver, they could really, really. I mean, they could always use him, obviously, but to get this power play going, and from um, all the reports they were working overtime on the power play in practice. So you know that they know it's a problem and you're, we're working on it twofold because you have to, because it's really not producing anything. And the team you're going up against in Vancouver is horrendous on the penalty kill. This is your opportunity to break through. And it doesn't even matter if you do, if you go four for five on the power play, People can't sit there and say like, oh, well, it's Vancouver. Vancouver's got a terrible penalty kill. Well, we have a terrible uh, power play. So you can't have it both ways. And and something needs to break here between one of these two teams. And I would take the Avalanche uh, improving their power play 
over Vancouver, a team like Vancouver than Vancouver improving their uh, penalty kill numbers over a team like the Avalanche and what they could potentially do with their power play. So this is the game where you want to draw penalties and you want to get those goals on the power play because Vancouver gives them up. They are terrible, terrible. So um, let's just hope McKinnon is back and everybody is back to full health because it would be the first game of the season. The first game of the season, which were we going to game game number 11, that the abs will have a, a fully healthy team. But having said that, that doesn't mean there's other issues that are not going on kind of off the ice, particularly with one of the guys coming back in Val Nechuskin. A very odd story coming out uh, with things that might have happened eight years ago and Val Nechuskin and Russia. So we will get to that in a second, but we are going to hear from Shopify and the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage your business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using, using Shopify point of sale, which is their POS and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities, and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. They power over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integration and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. It also allows you gain to gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of, con- of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. So go to shopify.com slash NHL for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. That website again, shopify.com slash locked on NHL right now. Once again, shopify.com slash locked on NHL. And also brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. And we have been talking about how the holidays are upon us. And that is a time where people don't really watch too much what they are eating, but you always should be. And it's the perfect time for Built Bar and to incorporate Built Bar into your Thanksgiving dessert. Why not just put a platter of Built Bars out instead of the platters of pies? You'll see the faces of people like, what are these? We're having a Built Bar dessert. I would love it. So you can feast on something delicious and feel good about it. Slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories on the low end. But most Built Bars only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. They're low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, and high-protein. There's nothing like Built Bar. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Okay, yeah, so Val Nechuskin, 
really has like reinvigorated his career clearly with the avalanche. That's been well documented. Dallas basically just gave up on the guy and Colorado gave him that one year deal, kind of like a show me deal. And he did. And he has worked his way up into a top six forward. And, you know, it's, it's kind of sad to see him only have played one game so far this year, because I think people were expecting him maybe for this to be like his coming out party season. And, you know, there's still a long way to go and he should be back on Thursday and hopefully he can play every single game from here on out and can still have that season. But then there's something like this comes out and it's nothing that will interfere with his NHL standing. Uh, could it interfere with his Olympic standing? It definitely could. So what happened was he gave a blood sample back in 2013 to a lab for, for the uh, Russian Hockey Federation. And since then, that lab has been shut down, I guess. But they went back and looked at some of their samples in January and February of the 2019, they reanalyzed results. You're not getting a lot of information on what's going on here. All you need to know is he was he he took he gave a sample in 2013 the to the Moscow anti-doping laboratory and and then that that shut down in 2019. For whatever reason, they went back and looked at the results, they reanalyzed it, and something popped up on his that was an illegal substance, which would signify he could have been doping. So now he has to, they're they're saying he has until uh, November 16th to respond. And I guess right now it's just one of those things. Does he want to or not? Uh, If he does, I mean, he's got to come out and, and say, yes, it's true or no, it's not true. And then if he says it's not true, is there an investigation that happens? I don't know. Um, if he says it's true, then there could be some repercussions of that immediately. With I think the the biggest thing that could happen to him is not being able to play on Russia's Olympic team. So I think for him it would be, you know, and for a lot of these guys, they wanted, they were the ones, they were vocal about, we want to play in the Olympics. We want to, you know, represent our countries, uh, and that's important to us. So for him, that needs to be the question. How important is it to to you to play for your home country? If he's like everybody else in the NHL, he's going to want to do it. So, and then I guess he needs to come out and say, like, no, it's true. Or, I mean, if he says it is true, I mean, is this something that you think he's still doing? I don't think so. Not necessarily. Um. But 2013, that was his rookie season. And there, there's they they don't really get into they don't get into it too much about what Russia was doing, why Russia is not looked upon. Like when you see Russia now in the Olympics, it it's not it's not it's like Olympic, I can't remember what they call it. Like Olympic athletes for Russia. I think that's I think that's it's something to that effect. And it's all based on this stuff stuff that they were doing in this time frame, like uh, blood doping. So was he a part of that? I guess we'll know by November 16th if he wants to come out and 
you know, kind of clear his name or does he stay silent? I mean, that's always an option. If he doesn't really care if he plays for his home country, which I'm sure he does. I'm sure he wants to play for them. Uh, but then if he comes out and he says, no, that never happened, then, I mean, they have the sample, but they're not getting into detail on what exactly it is. So then I'm sure there's some other investigation that they have to do to then convict him or not convict him. And I guess the other part of this is this, like I said, this has no effect on his standing in the NHL. Uh, but just an interesting story for, for Nachuskin. Um, yeah. His sample from 2013 was being stored in a laboratory. I'm just amazed that they still have it. Uh, during the process of reanalyzing results from January and February of 2019, a banned substance was found, and this case was initiated. There are no decisions yet, and nothing has been cleared up. So they, I'm trying to find out when they actually looked at these, because if they looked at them in 2019 and they're not saying anything until now, that's a little weird. Um, I don't know. Uh, th- any article you find is very short on details. Uh, but you kind of just, you know, you're, you're, you gotta wonder He was a young kid then. So, you know, kind of impressionable trying to make it did. I don't want to say he did or, you know, did or did not do anything, but I don't know, something to, to keep an eye on again, outside of avalanche things, but not, nothing that'll affect him for his standing right now. Um, all right. So the avalanche did make some other moves. Sent down one prospect, brought up another, and will this be his moment to shine? But first, we're going to talk about betonline.ag, back and better than ever, with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season with more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football and hockey action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your Vegas, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And it's where the game starts. That's betonline.ag. So, Sample Ranta gets sent down to the Colorado Eagles while Alex Newhook makes his way back up. I had been behind Ranta. Um, I thought he had played solid. I didn't think he had he had really uh, gone over like the mountain of, of you know really getting to his peak potential, and I wasn't expecting him to do that at any point during the season. What he was doing is kind of what I expected him to do. I wish he got a little bit more time on ice. He started off, I think he started on the second line, and he was there for a while. So to go from, you know, second line, playing on the second line, but he wasn't getting second line minutes. It was, it. I don't want to say like they used him poorly, but I want to say like they didn't, I don't, I feel like they didn't give him enough time when you have a prospect like that and not even time in terms of games times in terms of terms of time on ice i mean he was getting 
most games, the lowest time on ice on the team in the seven to eight minute range. And <laughs> excuse me. I just feel like if they had maybe given him maybe like double that, would you still be seeing this? I don't know. I can't say for sure, but I, I do know I, I, I like what I saw in Sampo Ranta. He didn't, you know, there, there was no egregious errors that he made. But I think what the Avalanche looking for are people to make some plays. And in the end, I think they were looking at it as, you know, we have Sampo Ranta, who's not doing anything horribly, but he's not really pushing the envelope. Or we have a guy who is, you know, just excelling right now in the AHL in Alex Newhook, who I think had 11 points in 10 games. Which one do we have more faith in right now? And I think that's what it boiled down to. It boiled down to do we keep doing, like, how much longer do we go with Ranta doing okay? But the possibility of what Alex Newhook could do now that he's got some time down in the AHL, he's seasoned, maybe built up his confidence that he can score some goals, put, you know, give some assists. Hopefully maybe that carries over spills over into the NHL. And then you send Ranta down. Maybe he does the same thing. Newhook was doing down there and he just, he's scoring more than a point per game. We got injuries every other day. So let him get, you know, a handful of games down there where he's one of the best players on the ice, and then maybe it spills over for him. But so for Ranta, not the end of the world. I liked what I saw in him. I think he has a really bright future with the abs. I really do. Uh, I, I, you know, nobody's going to crack that top three, obviously, but could he be in that top six after this season with a lot of question marks about who's going to be back here for the abs next year, they're going to have to input and, and slot in a lot of these prospects at some point. Ranta is definitely one of them. New hook is another one. So he got a little bit of, of a taste um, and he got thrown into a difficult scenario last year, just getting thrown into the mix right in the middle of the Vegas series as your, your, your welcome party. But now he got some regular season time in, and again, I thought he was okay. He made some good moves on the offensive end every once in a while. I thought he was good defensively. He never made a mistake where, like, you know, where you're slapping your head, like, what are you doing? And we can say that a lot for a lot of the abs so far this season. I, I like where Ranta's game and career is headed. I don't have a problem with them sending him down right now because he wasn't. Like I said, he wasn't doing anything horribly, but he wasn't doing anything to just put his team and himself over the top. And I think that's what they're hoping they get now that New Hook has been down there for a little while. Bring him back in, bring him back in, slot him in, and hopefully his confidence can take over. And you get that player that you you saw glimpses of it last year when he first came up. When he's been on a slow decline since then, and Bednar was not happy with his uh preseason but uh going to the hl that's what it's there for 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 guys like him to really like hone some skills gain some confidence and then bring that with you when you do get the call up he's got to take advantage of it though he has to 
And and now is the time where, you know, the abs could really use him, really use somebody like that on the bottom six to get those guys going. Because there's been moments where they've looked great, especially uh, depending on who's playing on that fourth line. Uh, but it was earlier in the year. I feel like more recently, they've just been nowhere to be found. And we're going back to relying on the top line who's struggling to do their part as well. So you need everybody buying in right now. Everybody. And why not bring in new hook, maybe give that third or fourth line, wherever he's going to be uh, a nice bolt and a nice jolt. I think it's a good move. I think it's a really good move right now. Give him another shot. Let's see what we have. So that will be it for today, everybody. Um, depending on how Wednesday goes, if I have time, because I have to be up early to catch this flight, and anything happens, if anything big is happening in Avalanche world, I, I almost have to do a show. I just can't not sit here and not talk about it. So we'll kind of uh, work it around what's going on in the world of the abs. But if not, and you're going to be at the game on Saturday, shoot me a DM. If you, you want to meet and shake hands and say hi, I would love to do that. So uh, let me know. Until then, that's going to be it for today. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Head on over to Locked on NHL for your second listen of the day. Get caught up on anything going on over there. So that will be it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Always appreciated. And we'll maybe see you tomorrow. Go, Abs, go.